This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> Welcome to the My Old Man Said podcast. It's something for the weekend time. Joining me to discuss a double date with the uh, the evil Mank Army, Mr. Chris Bird. Welcome. Hello, hello. You good? Not as high on life as you, who who are dreaming of doing a uh, a dirty double over United. Uh, what is Let this based on? What is this? Let me dream. Nothing. What is this folly based on? Absolute thin air. <laughs> Forgetting history. I used to be like you. When I started, my old man said I'd be I'd be saying get yourselves ready for a double, but uh, I'm walking cautiously. By on double, this you one. meant like two Man United goals in the last ten minutes. Yeah, of oh, well, three, three, and <laughs> but uh, it's tough. It's a tough opening uh, wicket for Mr. Emery, but at the same time, you can win favour quicker this way because you've got. Manchester United twice, obviously won a cup game, Brighton, and then the other side of the World Cup, you've got Liverpool and Spurs. And for example, if you got two wins out of that lot, I think fans would be uh, marching to the beat of the Emery drum. Yep, I agree with that. If you get beaten both of the games before uh, and get knocked out of the cup as well, I suppose you've got six weeks the memory to uh, wash those games away and you start again really, don't you? But we're actually in a realm where you can't say, oh, well, these are free hits, but you can't think like that. Every game now is, uh, you have to go in there looking to get something out of it because we're very, very, very precariously place three points off the bottom so anyway it'll be very interesting uh, if you've just joined us for the first time and something for the weekend we uh, just catch up with uh, what's been going on uh, before the weekend's game which is obviously the sunday afternoon fixture against manchester united who were in the uh, uefa cup that's why we got pushed back again uh, they beat uh, Real sociedad one nil away good that they had an away trip uh, and that you know they played a pretty much their full strength team 
they, they kind of have to, don't they, these days? So uh, that's the good news uh, for Villa in that respect, anyway. Anyway, we like to uh, start off uh, to uh, bring things up to speed by uh, giving you a Villa Minute. Right, uh, what are we wearing on our wrists to time this Villa Minute? Well, we've actually been sent a rather belated Halloween gift from our friends in Spain. We've got a pair of 666. New friends in Spain now? They are our new friends in Spain, yeah. Everyone wants to be our friend now. In Spain, anyway. I don't know why. No (laughs) idea why. God knows. Little do they know. Um, Yeah, we've been sent a pair of 666 Barcelona timepieces. Spanish design, very futuristic. Proper Tron shit, these ones. Ooh. They do look, I mean, I'm not even going to look at the price tag because they just look cool. They do look really cool. And, you know, we've now got 666 satanic watches, Dracula as manager. This this is the, like the reverse technique of trying to lift a curse. Suck the, the blood curse, out of Man United. The curse of Aston Villa. Hopefully uh, going using the dark arts literally will uh, prevail. We've had enough of trying, you know, oh, nice guy, Dean Smith. Oh, uh, football legend Stephen Gerrard. None of the good stuff works. So we're, we're going dark. Straight to Transylvania. <laughs> we're going dark on this. Anyway, let's see if these satanic timepieces work. Three, two, one, go. Villa rolled into Tyneside looking to halt a 13-game winless streak at St. James's Park. It soon became 14 in a Halloween horror show of good versus evil. Sadly, evil prevailed. In Dank's final outing, he tanked his goal difference to zero as his unchanged side undid the wonder display against Brentford. For all the huff and puff from Villa, they failed to register a shot on target and went in 1-0 down at the break to an unfortunate Wilson penalty to losing Martinez to concussion. One soon became four as the confident Toon Army smashed through Villa's pathetic defensive line, strolling to a comfortable win. Villa headed back down south, wondering how a team in the relegation zone a year ago had leapfrogged them so drastically. New manager Unai Emery arrived at Plodimore Heath for Operation Get Our Shit Together, once his work permit had finally been processed, gracias Brexit. While Emery waited for his coaching generals to also get their visas sorted, a cut of previous coaching staff began, with Austin McPhee retaining his role in the setup while Danks ponders an offer of an alternative role within the club. And just like in Gladiator, the Spaniard rolls into Villa Park Coliseum this Sunday, hoping to go all Maximus and massacre the Manx in front of an expectant audience. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Dare we dream of a United double? Dare we dream of Emery resurrecting Los Siento Bolsa de murder? He's got a tough task on his hands. He said in his uh, first interview with the club, he said, I want to uh, achieve new challenges. Uh, he couldn't have picked a tougher challenge, I think, for a... Uh Let's say a top. I wouldn't say he's the top top level of managers. Uh, if that's a five, you would you'd be looking at the managers' Champions League winners. Uh, I'd say he's more of a four, isn't he? In terms of he's got silverware, domestic silverware, yeah. and and Europe. He's more League. of a leveling up clubs, isn't he? Rather than a straight into the sort of the, the sexy realms of. Yeah, he's, he's not sitting the at the, like the golden table where those guys just rotate jobs. Although he was at PSG, he probably he's, he's kind of like an elite manager, but unfashionable. Yeah, it's a good point because the PSG one didn't last very long, did it? I think he did but what he, did, he was. Yeah, he did well, well Poch won the league as well, oh, but was head. booted straight away. There's a lot of. I mean, that PSG job just reminds me a little bit of uh, the kind of Madrid and Barcelona where you have to get on with the hierarchy mm-hmm. or else you can easily fall out of favour. Or even if you're not who, winning, whoever in, you in, are. Yeah, if you're not yeah. winning in a certain style. Well, that's style, it. I mean, it's just, it's like they're a, still going uh, to get the boot. The personalities can get you out if it's not done their way. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we've often, always, jo- we're not even joking about it. It's a fact, isn't it? The villa job managers hardly ever go on to better things. I think, you know, from 
Ron Saunders onwards, only probably Graham Taylor getting the England job, which, uh, you know, as we've said before, turned out to be a poison chalice uh, or a poison turnip, uh, more specifically. But apart from that, it's it's vaporized a lot of managers' careers. Did, but I think with Emery, yes, if, he's, if he's looked at that, if it's even registered, he will think, well, a la Arsenal, I can just slip back into the Spanish league. My record in Spain is pretty much uh, at that kind of level of, uh, you know, seventh to fifth in the league. Pretty solid. And they'll just look at the Premier League excursions as, well, it didn't work out in the Premier League, you know, no big deal. So I think he's got that backup. He's got a safety net unlike other other managers, yeah. But I think it's, I'd like to think it's a good fit on paper. You know, we're we're looking at uh, trying to cure, if if we're looking with a positive mindset in terms of how do you cure this Villa situation? And as soon as you started looking at Emery and looking at uh, the idea of Emery and 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 his past uh, achievements, you think, well, actually, this is the the path you go down if you're trying to get Villa up to where they should be. Because parallel in Spain, you know, the Villarreal, uh, Sevilla, Valencia as well, very much. I mean, we've fallen lower than they those guys have, but he's he's picking up, let's say, uh, upper mid table teams and and actually achieving things with them. And we should be by default and upper mid-table team i mean i don't know what we've been doing the last few years decades <laughs> in terms of any any villa fan i don't know 30s onwards in age will probably remember well actually it's getting even well yeah no 30 you know we would moan about finishing sick but that was our ballpark we would always finish sick. And if you weren't yeah, in the top that, 10 that was, you were that's getting the fired. kind of level so that's where the club is traditionally so it's kind of a snug fit in terms of that and you've also got a manager who's proven uh more so in the cup scenarios that he can win games and to me it's a bit a little bit like Ron Atkinson who had the uh, the know-how and the intelligence in one-off games to win them against against all odds but yeah. in the league didn't really have it have enough to carry it over a course of a season and you see that a little bit with Emery as well because you know with Villarreal you've got a manager who's finished seventh twice and it was actually seventh when he went and took over a team that finished fifth, but uh, won them something they'd never won before. And of course, if you know they were in the Champions League as well, got to a semi-final. And when you're fighting on those fronts, uh, a squad like Villarreal's, which isn't as bountiful as the teams that do well in the Champions League, is obviously going to suffer in the league, as Villa used to do back in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, you would uh, compromise your league position, like you know when we're in, going for the European Cup, we finished uh, you know upper mid-table the season after winning the. Uh, the damn thing so you see how it impacts on your because uh, it, it's also a focus because the players are more tuned into those european nights because it's a bit more exciting and with the league it's kind of been there done that type of mm-hmm. uh, scenario so yeah, yeah so it's a good fit but I'm, I'm just thinking uh as we just mentioned the start that he has in terms of the fixtures where people should temper their expectations just because it's the way it goes people i mean people are hyping it hyping it hyping it and they're the ones as i've said before that when it goes bad they they don't have the patience it goes from uh, goes nasty very quickly you've got to be a bit more measured because this is the only way this this is successful if everybody buys into it and supports him through thick and thin because you saw what happened with arsenal i think arsenal was a bit extreme i mean but yeah, you know, a lot of people time. saying, "Oh, finally we've got manager, you know, tactics and formation." I mean, you look at what Arsenal, the flyers they were holding up the fans, and it was Emery out, no tactics, no formation, nowhere to hide. And that was with the, that was with the manager who'd had a twenty-two game unbeaten run and got them to a final. This isn't like a rookie manager. Yeah, 
It just shows where their expectations were. They wanted to be winning the league. They finished a couple of points off third, and their reaction was really if Arsenal had slumped to mid-table, that's really what warranted that as opposed to... Uh, I remember at the time, Villa were in free fall at that time, and, and I remember putting up a tweet just get, just saying, the, the entitlement of them, it's embarrassing. I mean, you know, this is what suffering is. Just look Leeds at what Villa are doing. In, in and out of administration. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't care about clubs. Leeds. Though. Look at some of the yeah, clubs in like lower divisions who just about got a football team. Our <laughs> suffering was enough as an example. Indeed. Uh, in terms of, I mean, these press conferences, it's always the same, isn't it? Big club, great facilities. Tell the fans great how brilliant club, they are. Great history. Yeah. He did say uh, it wasn't necessary a, a being about coming back to the Premier League. It was more the right fit, which uh, obviously is, is a truth because he could have come back with Newcastle and he, he didn't kind of fancy that. And I think... Uh, the mention of the wishes and ambition to do something important again. At least he uh, that was what's nailed on. He, he understands the predicament here. But probably gets the opportunity as well that if he actually does a very good job, you can really put yourself into folklore because the bar has been so low over the last decade or more. But it's also the proof that you are a good coach yeah, or a good well, head coach. Well, you said coach, before, be- didn't you? Know, if, if you, you, you aren't going to see a Guardiola or a Mourinho tradition or those kind of managers come and take on this kind of job. it's too dangerous and too risky. And, yeah. and the upside to them probably isn't I mean, as Ancelotti much. went to Everton, but that was kind of a different wicket, wasn't it, at the time? Everton were like, right, we want to push on now. Let's go and get Ancelotti and we'll, we'll, we'll try and attack the big boys. And then it kind of went horrifically wrong but yeah and and i think he looks at this squad and he thinks there's enough there to work with on the maybe or just get yeah, in the right system get in the right one or two bits yeah three or four pieces yeah there's missing things in character because this this set of players have let us down uh too long now to just say oh you know the right coach will get this sorted I think you'll need uh, a couple of players to change the mindset and set an example in terms of character and effort. And I, and I, I do wonder who will be the sort of the phoenix from the flames, which there, there's always someone, isn't there? Obviously you keep saying this. Yeah, so but, I, I, is there? <laughs> well, when, when Gerard first came in, it was all of a sudden the camber came to the fore from nowhere. You were like, oh, uh, fucking hell. Yeah, it was only Fair a couple play. of games there, wasn't it? it to was the extent I barely he remember well. it. And then, <laughs> you, you know, when he wasn't in the team, and there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. 
There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You missed him. What I'm talking about in character is the fact that if you look at the amount of points that Villa have got from losing positions, and they've been uh, in nine games in losing positions, they've only got two points. It's not good, that. Now, only the Midlands three have got lower. I mean, a couple of them haven't got any points from losing positions, the likes of Forest. But that's not good enough. Just two points. Not not for not for where we want to be. Shows you've got no resilience. So this is the main thing uh, he's kind of looking at. In terms of the style of play, I think we've played in the styles that you will see from him. I mean, like high pressing, we did some of that under Smith. And then he just seems to let that seem to have let that go, didn't he, very quickly. Just whether they believed they could actually do it consistently and so, sometimes pragmatism kicks in you know, you, like you aren't going to be able to play like you did in the first quarter of an hour against Brentford every game against different opposition so you'll probably take each opposition you know um, on, on face value like Man United I don't think you're going to see Villa throw the kitchen sink at them that's not to say we won't be positive I think we will but he, I don't think he'll be gung-ho we've been trying to do that since we we're in the championship No I mean talking about possession and playing out of the back I mean we've been trying that under Smith and you thought I mean you know we've always said that uh, you look at Pep Guardiola when he brought that into Barcelona the, they were giving away real cheap goals in the first season but the, the idea is you have to learn it and to the extent that it becomes second nature now this isn't going to take a couple of months it's going to take a season maybe two seasons now Villa still struggling with that in terms of giving the ball away too cheaply and we're doing it this season and you know I've said on this podcast that I'd, I would prefer us to mix it up and go a bit longer because at least you're losing the ball if you don't win the, the first and second ball once you know Martinez has booted it up at least it's in their area you know it's in their side of the pitch and actually, when you see some of the goals we've scored, it's generally come from Bailey, Watkins, um, running channels. Exactly. So it had a purpose, and we were mixing it up uh, in more recent times. And a more times. dynamic style probably suits our individuals right now. But I think Emery might try to get it down. And so in in terms of mm-hmm. trying to get it down, because he does like to play out the, the back, we might see uh, that learning period again. Luckily, I think with someone like a Kamara, you've probably got better personnel to play that way. Yeah, I think we could do with Carlos back as well, because obviously he was bought with one eye on that as well. Yeah. Obviously, we'll have to wait until probably, well, they're saying after Christmas, we'll see. You know, I don't, I don't know how far away he is. But Early January. Yeah. He's probably three, four weeks ahead of we expected him. Even Dinya, we sort of had a feeling, oh, that might be a long one, but it was Dinya was back much much sooner. Obviously got minutes against Newcastle, didn't he, last week? I don't think there'll be major differences. Well, they, I don't think there can be. That's not to say the team picks itself. Clearly it doesn't or shouldn't, but I don't see massive changes. Because if you cast your mind back to uh, that Australian pre-season, uh, you know, when I saw that first half against United... After everybody was going, oh, yeah, we're looking good. Uh, you know, in, in the other games, you know, you were playing Warsaw and uh, Brisbane Roar and Leeds. And, and I saw that and I was like, I'm concerned here. And I, and I said that. And actually, uh, one of the My Old Men Said members left because he said, I was being too negative. And I, it's like, well, no, what's what's happened? <laughs> it's panned out exactly. You know, it's like a fucking Nostradamus warning. Like, oh, this might not go so well. Because they just bullied us, our midfield. They just ran through it as if it wasn't there. And that wasn't vintage Man United. This was like, was it Fred and McTominay or something? It wasn't. You looked like... at the Brentford game and you're thinking, oh, this is much more balanced. And yeah, Louise and Dendonka. Dendonka should, you know, solidify us in that double pivot. And then against Newcastle, they just walked through us again. And so you're thinking, what, what is, what's making us so frail? Well, for 40 minutes, we looked all right. But it was the, the resilience of when we went 1 0 down. 
And especially when we went two down, it was just like the heads just dropped. Confidence is the first step for Emery's to actually get them believing in what they're doing again. And also stop that that midfield uh, soft core that we seem that's yeah. that's you know, we've had that problem uh, a number of years. You go back to the Wolves game, you go back to Leeds when they came to Villa Park and just ran through us like we were, yeah. you know, we were ghosts or something. So that's one thing. There's no way you should be walking through a Villa midfield. Even if we, uh, I mean, we might have to go backwards in terms of being really dire. Well, we've been dire for, but in terms of on the eye. Yeah, very, very, very pragmatic. A bit like when, you know, when Gerard first came in, you kind of, you solve the initial thing of, you know, you take the 4 0 win out of the equation because it's a bit of an anomaly, but you've con- you've conceded four, you know, you've lost 4 0 and 3 0 on the road the last two trips. Yeah, and you haven't, a, you haven't an away win to your name. So this is something that suggests you are fragile. Whereas I think the fact that we're at home for his first game is probably a, a big help for him because there's not that many sides have come to Villa Park and anybody been particularly impressed with. No, I mean, you know, Villa's home form compared to the rest of the league. I mean, we're we're 11th in terms of the home form, so it's not as if it's drastically bad. It's the away form is is literally cost Gerard his job. It's, it's lost. That's why he's. That's why he got the boot. Although saying that, United's got the best fourth away form uh, this season. And you know they're not winning by much. It's it's like they're not. It's not as you said, not a vintage United team. But he's Ten Hag seems to have turned it around in terms of their results. Kind of got that annoying get the job done yeah. thing going on at the moment, where it's you know it's attritional. Then I mean they're way off being the finished article, but you know this is the early stages of what he's trying to uh, do at United, and uh, it'll take him a season or two if they have the patience. So in that respect. We've seen the Villa click. They have the players that can do damage against United. I mean, the statistic of last season where we got four points from them in a season, which is as many points as we've had in the previous 17 games against yeah. them, which is ludicrous. And and we also beat them in pre-season as well. Uh, not last pre-season, the pre-season. Yeah, uh, it was during the lockdown period, wasn't it? Yeah. So uh, mentally, it's not as if we're uh, suffering as badly as we did. So hopefully this current crop of uh, players doesn't have that United fever and they can get among, you know, get at it. I think, and you'd, you'd like to think because of the occasion with obviously the new manager, etc., that if you can start well, you'll get the fans on side. And, yeah. and with certain fans, no, m- many will know that, well, we're not going to be back here for the best part of a month, six weeks. So it's kind of like, yeah, well, go all in. let's enjoy this. Go all in for, for a game. And then knowing that we've got, what, seven, seven and a half thousand going up to Old Trafford on the, for the cup it, game. I mean, if you win this game. Fantastically. That will set up the cup game nicely and probably... Uh, probably Brent, uh, Brighton as well, because Brighton actually haven't been playing that well. They got that result against Chelsea, which was bizarre, but they're not free-flowing. And scoring lots of goals. Yeah, but I mean, without getting ahead of ourselves, I think if you beat United at Villa Park, that that will be him doing enough oh, yeah. until yeah, we so. come back after the World Cup in terms of his cachet amongst the fans. You can get knocked out of the cup. It's you know, it's away at Old Trafford. Uh, you can wipe that one off your back because it's League League Cup. There's easy excuses, uh, and then Brighton is Brighton away. You know, it's not going to be easy. They've, I mean, they destroyed Chelsea in the last game. But if you can get a, a if you're going to highlight any game, it'll be the, probably this one. This uh, United coming off a uh, Europa League trip to Spain. This is probably uh, the best chance you'll get of uh, a. Th- three points uh, in the, in his next four league games, I would say. Perhaps, perhaps. So with that in mind, uh, Mom's Pools panel result. You, you're going first this time. I'm going home win. Fuck it. I'm going for it this time. It's possible, but... I'm gonna I'm gonna go my, away. My, my thing is why not? It's not an expectation <laughs> by a long shot, but it's like Just, well, why not? If this was serious and my if my ass was on the line, 
Oh yeah, well, of course. That's what I'd go for. Uh, if I was playing it, uh, playing to the audience, I would say score draw. I just like the fact that you won't have Casemiro at the back. You'll have Harry Maguire. He's there to be got at big time. No Bruno Fernandes, and he's rolling around like a little runt. That'll be uh, that's a big. Well, bonus. What happened to him? Did he get injured? Is he's he suspended? No, oh, now no, you tell me. All right, I'll go, I'll go score draw. Now, now that information's come into my mind, <laughs> just to be a bit more positive. Uh, right, any final words before we get off? Uh, I feel like we've missed out on something, but really, it's all hot air until we see uh, Emery's Villa in action. Yeah, it kind of feels like the the hype's been sort of played down a little bit on this one, hasn't it? From Villa compared to when when Gerard arrived, it's which I, which, which I don't mind. That's what happens when I think if we had beaten Newcastle, different story. You saw how people were skipping after that yeah. Brentford win, and it was like uh, if they had announced complete they just pop of the balloon. The balloon didn't they, and uh, I, th- I think stepping back and looking in, it probably leveled uh, the expectations more realistically, and might be a, a silver lining. I think I wrote this yeah. uh, in that BBC article. If there was any silver lining of that Newcastle game, it was just to lower ex- expectations a bit more realistically. Because if, if we'd have beaten them, then we'd all be you know be all in, and you know we'd be yeah. looking at United one hundred percent thinking we're going to win it but uh i just think yeah that's it, that was the only silver lining from that newcastle game all right so just a quick uh thank you before we go to the my old man said members for uh, supporting the show uh last month uh we're, we're going for a bit of a revolution on the uh, extra shows and that's been developed all the time so uh i think in the last uh, month we've had 17 bonus shows including ad-free uh episodes for uh, My Old Man Said members. So please do join us uh, if you go to uh, myoldmansaid.com and click on the members link. Or if you're actually accessing Twitter on uh, a mobile device, there's actually a, an, an icon next to the name. I think it's like of a dollar bill or something, which you can click on click on and you can access uh, Patreon there and uh, join My Old Man Said. And you also get access to uh, Match Club, which is our inner circle community, which uh, just log in there every day and you know exactly what's happening because uh, people are really uh, on it in there, are they not? Razor sharp, mate. Right, so uh, please do either go via Twitter or go to myomansaid.com and click on the members link there and I'll do uh, the shout-outs for the new members uh, on the next main show. Thank you very much. Right, Bird, final words. Is the double on? We've got, we've got to do these fucking wankers eventually, haven't we? Fuck's sake. Come on, Villa. It's, uh, it's still that bloody game. I was out the country on holiday. You never win anything with kids' game. Alan, ha- still that one, isn't That's it? That's the last pathetic. time. Unbelievable. If you're going to lift curses, you're doing a double over United, as uh, I think Big Ron did it, didn't yes. he? Within, it was within they about 10 days, league, I can't remember. 1-0 in the League, the league, league Cup, league I seem to remember. Atkinson yeah. scored in the League Cup, didn't they, I remember. In fact, did Atkinson score in both? Yeah, because actually Ron Atkinson was the man who came, who could beat United. He was always the man with the plan in one-off games, as you said. I mean, uh, Emery's uh, no slouch when it comes to beating United. Oh, he absolutely shit-housed him, didn't he, in that Europa League final. It was hilarious. So, uh, over to you, El Maestro. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.